0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 217. Great as they all are because they're full of great music.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. A lot That's of how great we're doing music this That's how we
0: episode, do. I will say. <laughs> but we're not gonna give too much away right now. In fact, we're gonna give away what will be coming out in the future, though. And also a little bit in the past. In Absolutely. case you didn't in case you weren't privy to that information.
1: In case you missed it, starting on June 14th, Bates Motel released a Moving Forward EP, Unity TX released Hellway EP, Ink Bomb and No Breakfast Goodbye did a split I released that on the 18th on the 18th as well Bootlicker released uh, the Bootlicker LP Authority Zero released Ollie, Ollie Oxen Free. Uh, I've heard that one a couple times on Spotify already Ben Out of Shape and the Boldness released their split EP on the 18th Soldiers of Destruction released Cause and Affect had them on two episodes ago
0: oh yeah that album has been on repeat for me for one, I listened to it twice yesterday, and I listened to it once again today. Awesome. Yep, and I will be listening to bits of it a little later.
1: Yes, <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> on the 18th, Berlin, uh, Berliner Weiss released "Pure Dying Errors. It's on Lake Town Records. Go look it up. I probably fucked it up. Also <laughs> on the 18th, close. The Scoffs, The Shivers, and Goners UK released a three-way split called Bridge the Gap. Three Minute Riot released a new single called Atreyu. Fool's Aaron released a new single called That's Your Lot. Bosk, B-O-S-S-K, released a new EP called Migration. Chemicide released a new single called Uncertain Future. That was on the 20th, also on the 20th. Spring Moods released June 20th. That's what they called the album, is June 20th. Mm. Jigsaw Youth released a new single called Attacks. Lovebreakers released Primary Colors. Or will be on the 25th. Drug Church will be releasing Tawny EP on the 25th. No Guidance will be releasing Fireworks and Arsonists on Melodic Punk Style on the 25th. The Dirtiest is going to be releasing Sovranista on Slovenly Records also on the 25th. Sial, S-I-A-L. I I think they're from Indonesia if I'm not mistaken. They're going to be releasing two tracks called Zaman Idan. Or Idan maybe. And then Pliskin will be releasing their full-length and their Paradise is Full of Snakes over on Pirates Press. We played that single, shit, like two months ago, it seems like. It's been forever. I can't wait to play something. It was a long
0: time. It was a long time, but that single is wonderful.
1: Right, and they've released two other singles and at least one other video since that single. So get out there and check it out. And finally, one I'm excited for is The Crew. They're going to be releasing... One voice, which is a single. And if you're unfamiliar mm. with The Crew, it is a new group, aka a supergroup. Not not described by them as a supergroup. I'm going to venture out and say it is a supergroup because <laughs> it is comprised of Fletcher from Pennywise, Tim Armstrong and Matt Freeman of Rancid and their various other projects. But those are the current projects that they're on together. Mike Muir and Byron Mcmacken. And I think Byron McMacken, he might be from Pennywise, too. I forget. Yes, he is. Okay. He's their bassist. That's what I thought. Okay. So, those five guys are The Crew. And they have a single coming out, and I believe that they're supposed to be putting out more later this year.
0: Well, I got to say that sounds like a stellar lineup, but you call yourself The Crew. No Kevin Seconds. No Steve <laughs> Youth. <laughs> the guys that actually wrote The Crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I can forgive him for that, but whatever. That still sounds like a good one. And I'm going to fact check myself real quick as to who Byron is. Because I don't think he's their bassist.
1: I think their bassist is... He's got to uh, be their Rainier. drummer. He probably is. Because Tim Byron- Armstrong plays guitar. Fletcher plays guitar. Mike Muir, he sings. Matt Freeman is bass. So he's got to be the Pennywise drummer.
0: Byron McMacken? Yes. Yep, he is the drummer. Okay, think- so the other side... Of the fucking uh, rhythm section of Pennywise. <laughs> he is a great drummer, though. Yes. I mean, where would Skate Punk be without Byron?
1: Right. Well, Not very it, far. <laughs> it's good. Be on the lookout for The Crew, that Plizkin album. I've had it for a while, and I've been listening. It's great. I love the single, the new Fool's Errand single. Go, go to their Bandcamp page. That's Your Lot is the single. It's pretty good. Uh, Jigsaw Youth Single was good. Spring Moods. I didn't know who that was. I don't know if I should know who it is, but I listened to it. I liked it. It's pretty good. Uh, a, a, a track, Awaken. I, I plan to play either later on on this show or over on Punkanoid Worldwide. The I heard some of the tracks from the Scoffs anyway on that three-way split. Those are good. Obviously, I love the show Soldiers of Destruction, that split from Bent Out of Shape, and the Boldness is great. The Authority Zero's good. That Bootlicker LP is good. I picked that up from Bandcamp. Uh, Bosk B O S S K. That EP I-, I think was pretty good too. Unity TX. That's kind of like some punk meets rap sort of thing.
0: Interesting stuff. I've heard yeah. a few. I've heard a few bands like that. There's this one that I am. Uh, I will eventually get them on the show <laughs> for the love of God. I've been slacking. But I will say Sleaford Mods; those guys are a bit of a uh, old school punk and hip hop uh, duet and a okay. hybrid like that. Pretty good stuff. Nice. But we will listen to them in due time.
1: Excellent. Well, a lot of great stuff has come out, will be coming out. That's just how it goes. There's a lot of stuff that is not on the list. I've been doing other shit, n- not really higher priority. Just been distracted. So got to get back on that because there's a lot of cool stuff that has come out, and I've got to inbox that is freaking full again god damn it <laughs> so i got to get to it so yeah yeah <laughs> on the note of new stuff let's play some new stuff
0: okay yeah i got a song from a band you may know i may have talked about one or 300 times and they may <laughs> or may not be tattooed on me
1: mm, yes
0: they are it's the descendants <laughs> right <laughs> again yeah, I've been um, I've been schmoozing over the Descendants and the Bronx as of late, but I can't help it. They're, they keep releasing new music, and it's good. Except for as the Descendants, you know that the music they are releasing right now and will be releasing, uh, literally thirty days from now. Thirty days on the twenty third of July, the Ninth and Walnut. A compilation of all their old school tracks. Yep, they are all old songs written between the years of 1977 and 1980 before they came out under the fold with their Fat EP in 90... In 91? <laughs> right. Yeah, 91 was basically around their uh, second comeback. <laughs> They've been in and out of the radar. It's so fucking weird. Um, That's a different story. But this story, it was the original Descendants lineup with... Uh, Yeah, with Bill Stevenson, but there was no Carl or Stefan Egerton on the fucking uh, bass or guitar. I have their names pulled up somewhere, somewhere, right here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have everything pulled up, but (laughs) I don't have it ready. Come on. There we go. All right. So it's inclusive of the original lineup, like I said, with Frank Nevetta and Tony Lombardo. Respective of guitar and bass, and Milo wasn't exactly in the band just yet. He was still like, uh, he was still moseying about in the in the nerdy, geeky side of the world before he discovered punk rock. <laughs> but they did have an old school vocalist whose name is escaping me right now. And I apologize, but they have since uh, brought back those songs. Uh, did I say zongs? songs? Songs. <laughs> <laughs> close enough it's a long day it was a long day <laughs> nine hour nine hour work days anyway the so he gets a so they fi- find this back catalog of all these songs they realize well you know what even the hardest of descendants fans even the ones that were there in the beginnings in the salcal uh salad days of of california punk and hardcore have not heard these songs <laughs> And there's a total of uh I think it was uh 23 songs, something something around 20 songs. Okay. <laughs> of all these of all these tracks that have uh that were practiced and some of them recorded, like maybe two songs that were recorded and released as singles, but the majority of them never saw the light of day outside of their practice space. So now they're re- they're reviving it. They've been uh, talking about this for quite some time. They've even been doing it. Bill Stevenson, along with uh, uh, Tony and oh god, what was his other name? Frank. <laughs> basic, basic guy names. Yeah, Tony and Frank. They got together a few times, jammed it out a few times. They're like, hey, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. But then they put it on the back burner because you know, Descendants—they're a busy band, busy all around. And now they decided that. In the wake of that pandemic that hit last year, you know which one. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they decided that was a good enough time to uh, actually double down and get all these songs together. So it is with the original members of Bill, Frank, and Tony, but Milo is coming in on vocals, and yeah. He does a good job of kind of bringing back that uh, youthful energy that they did have when it was really raw. Because they were young. They were like 14, 15 at the time when they were starting up this band. Pretty crazy. And and yeah, Milo brings it back to where how he basically would have sounded had he been singing those songs way back then. Because right now he's well into his 50s. Right. <laughs> so it's uh, And you may not know this, but... Your voice gets deeper as you get older. <laughs> but as, as we know, if you've listened to The Descendants, you know his voice has very much stayed the same throughout his uh, 40 years of The Descendants. And so he didn't really have to backtrack too much. But the song that came out, um, I don't even remember when it came out. It was a few weeks ago. It was a few weeks ago that this single was released. It was Nightage. Yep, classic Descendants, adding the uh, suffix of A-G-E at the end of whatever word. Right. <laughs> so that's, uh, so yeah, that's just keeping in line with the Descendants uh, mythos, pretty much. And the whole, uh, just the whole narrative, it all comes back together. The Descendants can do me no wrong, I feel like. So let's just, in, let's just go crazy with that. This is Nightage, newest, oldest track from Descendants. <laughs> So yeah, as you, can, as you can see, if you listen to Descendants out, of late, out as of late, uh, Milo's voice is a little lower than that <laughs> currently. So so yeah, it is pretty cool that he is kind of a resurgent in that youthful energy uh, by way of his uh, trachea. <laughs> so it's, it's really good stuff. I mean, like I said, Descendants can barely do me wrong. I mean, the worst song, I think, is just forgettable that's about it that's the only (laughs) negative thing i can say about descendants anyway so yeah listen to this album it comes out next month so if you are a diehard descendants fan if you are allular, if you believe in all the uh all the bullet point (laughs) lists of all the commandments of all then listen to that fucking album if you know what's good for you anyway that's all i gotta say about descendants We got another really great new song from another really great band that is not from the United States.
1: Right. We're going to play some Krang. So I'm pulling out my vinyl that Stan sent me. Thank you to Stan. I played a track already. I think I showed this to you the other day, Eric. But uh, pretty pretty sweet looking vinyl that they had pressed Mm. for their new album, which is Make Arcade Great Again. (laughs) Which is awesome. Isn't that a Cool ass album cover there.
0: Yeah, it really is. It looks very much like a, a 2001, a space odyssey when the giant monolith comes down and all the monkeys go are going around it, and suddenly they know how to use tools. They know how to make weapons, which is kind of funny with the uh, little guns strewn about. <laughs> and uh, also, I should mention the monolith in place. <laughs> what is in place of the monolith is a giant arcade machine. Right. So yeah, kind of speaks volumes in how uh, we as a species look at things like that as sort of a distraction for what is really going on. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, maybe uh, maybe I'm looking too deep into it. Maybe the monkeys are just dropping their guns and like, hey, you know what? Let's play video games.
1: <laughs> Could be. Krang's a fun band. Uh, a lot of fun theme. I mean, that kind of goes along with Pop punk, skate punk. That's oh, kind yeah. of where they're at is that skate pop punk type of sound. The vinyl's awesome. It's a cool electric blue with various like white and green and yellow splatter all over it. Uh, it's a bifold opening there. And
2: you get uh, to see
0: all their lovely faces.
1: Yes. Yes. And Stan got everybody in the band to sign it before he sent it over from the Czech Republic because that is where the band's from. Uh, they did a tour not too long ago. When was that? Uh, 2018, I believe. Yes, 2018. I've got my tour poster behind that the guys also signed when they came here to Salt Lake. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great show. It was cool to get to see them. I'm happy to play some more music from them. I played a track from this album already over on Punkanoi Worldwide. Did a episode, two episodes actually, full of bands from the Czech Republic. So played something new from them. And something from their previous album, uh, Bird is Going Down, was the track that I played. They released as a single way back like in February, and I think I played that too. Time is ticking. So mm. a third track that we're going to play here on SLC Punkcast is Vacant. They're awesome. Oh, yeah. It's a cool track. They've been a band since 2015, uh, so six years as a band. And if you're unfamiliar, this came out in April. So April 16th of 2021. Kind of give you... a an idea of one I was playing the music. Uh, it's awesome. It's a great vinyl. Get yours. You can go over to Spam, S B A M, not Spam, but Spam. Z B A M. Spam. S Bam. Yes. Uh, let's listen to some mu- music. I've done enough talking. Here is Vacant <laughs> from Krang.
0: was vacant and definitely reminiscent of a lot of uh 90s style skate punk i'm definitely hearing a lot of no effects a lot of lag wagon a lot of uh even some good riddance in there
1: nice
0: just uh as far as like the speed and agility of it all yep that's exactly what you want to hear when you're in uh when you're skateboarding right you just just want that ampage to get you faster you know (laughs) and uh and yeah pretty much as far as the uh, speed and the melodies and the just the overall music goes the vocals though, they are definitely more uh, uh definitely a bit more of a nasally Joey Cape. That's okay. what I feel like. Um Yeah, cuz cuz back in the day Lagwagon uh and I've been talking about uh vocal differentials quite a bit <laughs> with uh, certain bands, but yeah, Joey Cape back in the day, he was a bit more uh a little bit more nasally and as he got older, it did get a little bit more uh not exactly baritone, but just a little lower. Okay you know so but that's what I feel like It's sort of reminiscent of the the pop punk vocals as we know it today, right? Yeah, just a somewhere in between Joey Cape and Fat Mike that's right. uh, that's the that's the vocal I would uh, that's where I would place his vocal melodies right there. That's cool. all I'm gonna say I'm gonna try and stop talking about vocals today.
1: <laughs> well maybe you will hear. I'm gonna play something similar in style. some more skate pop punk and this band is Dead chant. They are from mm. Seoul in South Korea, and I want to thank Matt from Gummyo. He reached out and said, hey, friends of ours in this band, they just released a new single. They did on June 10th. It's called I'm a Fool, and if you like them, go to their Bandcamp page. They have two other singles. One, I want to say, was back like in November and the other one in August. So this is their third single, I want to say. Cool Korean band. Uh, Thank you to Matt again. Let's get into some more skate punk. Here is the band Deadchant with the single I'm a Fool.
0: definitely more pop punk <laughs> right <laughs> right down to the vocals and everything that's my last one
1: <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed uh good stuff coming out of south korea we started off in california went to the czech republic went to south korea let's do some older lesser known again one more shout out to matt for pointing us in the direction of dead chant and thank mm-hmm. you to stan for sharing that awesome new record there. Make Arcade Great Again. Eric, where are we going to next? Uh, We're coming back around to
0: California. (laughs) But we're going a little more south. Okay. A little more south. We're going right to San Diego. And San Diego, yeah, they've had a lot of great punk bands coming in and out of the fold. And and yeah, one of them I've loomed over quite a bit. One Project Sellout. But we're not talking about them. We're talking about another band that is on the label on which they are, and that is Irish Voodoo Records. Awesome. You know, and are not Irish Voodoo Records, the uh, Club Lemon.
1: Records. Okay, there we go. <laughs>
0: yeah, there we go. I I get them mixed up.
1: Irish think- Voodoo Records been putting out a lot of cool shit, but not this one.
0: Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen Project Salo come out on both. And a few of our local acts are out on uh, Club Lemon as well, including Mandalore. Awesome. Yep. Mandalore apparently is going to have, a, I don't know, one of those labels to Irish release Fudu. their new EP. Yeah, I think it's Irish it, food I think it is Irish Food as well. There's been so many cross-threading. <laughs> so many bands cross-threading. Anyway, the one that I'm talking about, this is Club Lemon, I promise you. <laughs> and it's a band called uh, Death Crisis. Death Crisis, they were a band... Uh, way back in God I can't I can't even remember, but at the start of the last decade, and they were only a band for a little while before ultimately disbanding in 2013. they had their last show and then they released a posthumous EP or LP, whatever, but it was called posthumous, right? <laughs> yep, so that's where the that's where the title came from. It's like, yeah, we release a record even though we're not a band anymore, whatever. And and unfortunately, they are still not a band, and there is no chance of them. Yeah, uh, what's the word? Reuniting because their singer passed away back in 2020, the beginning of 2020, no less, in January, I believe. And his name was Alberto Gerardo, and he was the he was the vocalist and. He, had, he was apparently loved by so much, and looking at his pictures on Instagram of his live performances, one of which he's performing in a Speedo, you could tell he was pretty outlandish. <laughs> and deservedly so, because the band that he was in, Death Crisis, really put out a lot of good music. And And now, Club Lemon, as sort of a tribute to, to the Fallen Vocalist, is re-releasing one of their singles, or not even really a single, but a song from their album, Ah, uh, Jesus! What was it called? From the album Posthumous, but it also kind of has a surname where it's like Jesus is coming, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he doesn't pull
0: out, and he doesn't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're releasing the song "Secrets and Lies" as a seven-inch, and it's not necessarily uh, it's not a new release because the song is old. It was back in uh, twenty fourteen that it was released, and but now they in its uh, god, six years. No, seven year. Yeah, <laughs> seven it's year seven. anniversary, we'll say that. Uh, they are releasing this as a single via Club Lemon. It is going to be out... Um, they don't really say when it's going to be out, but in the description it says, this is a the unreleased and final seven-inch EP from San Diego-based hardcore punk band, Death Crisis, R.I.P. to Alberto. And this release is a tribute to his memory, and there will be very limited amount Okay. So yeah, two-sided, clear lathe, seven-inch record. So if we have any Death Crisis fans listening today, I know we got some listeners out in San Diego, maybe, (laughs) maybe Prescott's looking at you, (laughs) I don't don't care, but if you do know of uh, Death Crisis, and if you have listened to him in the past, or if you're uh, friends with the guys who are in, uh, uh, most likely in some other bands, then... Keep an eye out for this 7-inch record. If it, like I said, it's a very limited amount. It's not gonna get repressed. So get it while you can. Anyway, here is the song, the title track from The Secrets and Lies 7 Inch. Here we go.
3: Pull out the
0: Got a very similar vocal style to that of a uh, uh, Jorge from The Casualties. Got that same kind of uh, drawl back there. There I go again. Vocals, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll j- maybe I'll rescind my uh, surrender.
1: Right. <laughs> anyway, we still have a bunch more to talk about.
0: Yep, yep. We're gonna. I'm gonna be talking about vocals a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be talking about more the the music yeah the music is great just straightforward uh, three chord bars a lot of riffs on there and just uh, just maniacal sounding just maniacal drums pretty much it's just uh, the mi- song was like a minute and a half long so it's keeping in touch with the uh, you know with the very uh, shortened density of a of an average punk rock song and it's a shame these guys aren't around anymore because they had solid releases. And you can find them on their Bandcamp. They don't really have any social medias, like no Instagram at all. They still have a Facebook. They don't post anything on there. And recently, they have because the seven inch is coming out. They're releasing a few uh, shirts along with it and other uh, uh, other garb that you can uh, that you can fan. And again, once again, if you are a Death Crisis fan. Or if you are just a punk rock fan and you like what you heard check him out on bandcamp if you like this uh, song get that seven inch all the proceeds go to uh, go to him and his family so keep it uh, keep it real I guess <laughs> keep it within the community and there you uh, go <laughs> and yeah I know this is belated as fuck but RIP Alberto I am really bummed that I got that I am late to the party of listening to you to your band. And uh, Death Crisis, you guys fucking rule. I hope that the remaining members are doing something awesome in and out of punk rock. Whatever you're doing, more power to you.
1: Let's move on. <laughs> Older lesser Known that I'm going to play is also a hardcore band. Uh, it's a straight-edge hardcore band by the name of Freedom. Ooh.
0: <laughs> I do know Freedom.
1: <laughs> Good. Uh, they don't have a lot of social media. I don't know a whole lot more about them. I mean, when you're named something Freedom uh hard to come i couldn't find it so it's probably yeah. out there, but the last release I saw that they had was in 2017 so i don't know if they're active currently uh, like i said i couldn't find any of those items
0: a lot of uh a lot of those bands trust me they are they are keeping very much in touch with the old school hardcore roots and that some of them are just around a couple of years and then they're gone so but if you really want them to come back Wait about five years to a decade, they'll do a reunion.
1: (laughs) Some (laughs) of them. Be on the lookout for one, then, if Freedom does one. They released the album, USA Hardcore, uh, December 11th of 2015. And if you're not familiar with the band, they're from Detroit. And this release was on Triple B Records. It's a great label. They put out a lot of cool stuff again this is some straight edge hardcore let's listen to the track it's a quick one just like eric's the one eric picked was 124 this one's a little longer at 152 it's probably one of the longest there i don't know if there was maybe one track longer than this one uh, on usa hardcore but here we go with the track debt not repaid
0: Got that old school hardcore vibe to it. Thinking more on the lines of uh, the East Coast bands like sick of it all, blood for blood. But yeah, these guys are yeah, these guys are from Detroit. Right? <laughs> so let's give a non to negative approach while we're at it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's awesome. Go check it out if you like that. If you like straight edge hardcore, check out Freedom, check out USA hardcore. Eric, any uh any shows? We're gonna move on to great cover cover albums here in a second, but are you going to any shows? Yeah. You playing any shows well, anything coming up?
0: Yes, there is a sh- there is a couple that are that is coming up. Um one I would like to point out, it's not a show that I attended, but I want to uh give a bit of a shout out because I admire it. Uh, a couple days ago was the uh the summer solstice, June 21st, but also in uh skate culture, it is called National Go Skate Day. Being that that is the uh, longest day of the year, you know, where we have the longest daylight hours. We take it upon ourselves to go skate all day. And I participated in it up until last year for obvious reasons. <laughs> you all know why. Right. Head, head, slammy, slammy, can't exactly move that thing. And uh, <laughs> wear a helmet. <laughs> That's the lesson that is learned. Anyway, and I wasn't able to do it uh, uh, this year as well, a uh, combination of work and also because I don't own a helmet. <laughs> I am not. I have not gotten back on a board since then. I will, I will, before this year is over, I will. And uh, but I'm losing the plot here. The plot, <laughs> the <laughs> plot here is basically there was a show, a secret show for on Monday, which was basically a DIY skate rally. Everyone was, uh, everyone just came to a certain part in the. Uh, Uh, In the Salt Lake area, I can't remember where it was. My buddy Landon was there, and he was taking photos. Again, Landon Hale, that's his Instagram, at Landon Hale. You can see all of his photography on there. A lot of shows, now the shows are coming back, he's taking a lot of epic, epic, epic photos. (laughs) And this is no different. He took a lot of great uh, skate photos. There was a bit of a quarter pipe set up. Everyone was having a good time, and a few bands were playing, Mandalore included. And also Believes in Ghosts. Those were the photos that I did see of that show. I wish I was there. I wish I knew about it. I wanted to see that. <laughs> Maybe that was the day I could have got back on of board, but who knows. Anyway, there is another show coming up. And it is going to be the debut performance of Usurpers.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: yeah. The lovely, lovely Usurpers. We, uh... uh How long ago was it that we interviewed Mike Witt? Was that sometime last year?
1: Yeah. I think that was, I think it was December. Something like that. Yeah. It
0: was a crazy... Crazy time. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Usurpers, along with uh, Violent Unrest and Dysentery, they're going to be playing a house show. We don't know whose house, but...
1: Power more... Beer. Isn't Power Beer playing that yes, one? Yes,
0: Power Beer just got added. I'm looking at an old flyer. Right. Forgot about that. So, yeah, Power Beer is also going to be playing that. And it's one of those Ask a Punk for the address. So, if you are listening and you know somebody within the scene, just uh, go ahead and ask him. It's... That that's it. It's that easy. <laughs> sort of like how we used to do DIY shows, <laughs> right? And and yeah, just uh be there at uh at around six. That's when they're uh, slated to start. Excuse me, start playing. And and yeah, there's gonna be a lot of uh, there's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be all ages, and uh, also bring some donations because it's uh, technically a free show, but. You know, like, there's no cover charge. Right. <laughs> just uh, just bring a few bucks, bring a few cents, just uh, put it in a little tip jar just to help the bands out. Again, it's community, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then, uh, that's about the only show I know that's coming up in June. July. Oh, God damn, it's going to be stacked. <laughs> right. There are quite a few, uh, there are quite a few. I mean, I'll give a, I'll give a, I'll give a bit of a rundown, uh, On the 16th, which is going to be in the uh, parking lot of Spooks and Oliver Rock on State Street, there's going to be the band The Runts from Los Angeles. That's going to be one of the first bands to come into Salt Lake uh, for a DIY show that is out of state. Also, we will have The Usurpers again and Mung, that's M-U-L-N-G, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce that.
1: I would have said the same thing.
0: Yeah, mung, whatever. And All Systems Fail, Salt Lake, Anarcho, Punk, Hardcore Punk, Aficionados. They have been around for near two decades now. I think exactly two decades, if I'm not mistaken. I think they were around 01, 02, because that album came out in 04. Oh, man. I love that band. Always have. They were one of the first bands I ever saw live in a in a DIY setting and I just I just loved them. They were are badass. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm excited for that show. Once again, Friday, July 16th. And I think there's another one coming up in June. I can't tell right now. Someone didn't make this flyer very well. Oh, there it is. There's the date it's sideways. This is really stupid. July 10th. (laughs) July 10th at Resolute Tattoo, which is also on State Street, just a little bit more north. (laughs) It's uh, 1626 South. We got Social Stigma and Fight the Future and Raid. So that is a very stellar, hardcore show. We've uh, talked about Social Stigma. We've actually interviewed them here a couple of times. Played their music. Seen them live. I played with them just recently. And they are badass. With a ski mask and everything, <laughs> and then their their sister band Fight the Future is actually going to be playing, and it's quite possible we can have them on the show as well. Awesome. And then we got the lovely Raid. You uh, know, I remember seeing them when they were still teenagers playing a uh, playing cover songs. <laughs> and yeah, we played with them a lot. They played a lot of shows. It's nice that they are still pushing forward, even though. Even though they are a pretty much well into adulthood, right? Yeah, I know that Sam, their singer, he just barely turned twenty-one.
1: <laughs> well, the a lot of shows for us here. I think the first tour that I'm, that's on my radar, it's the Rise Against, Menzingers, and Descendants is coming late August, mm, yeah. and then a handful in September. But I've noticed like October almost every day it seems like is. Bands in town is just shooting more and more and more. They're oh, they all yeah. seem to be October. So, you know, including
0: my favorite band is coming through. Yes, they are. Just yeah. got announced
1: the other day. Flogging Molly's coming to the complex.
0: Yep, with the uh, with Violent Femmes. Yes, I have never seen Violent Femmes. Uh, Jesus, Violent Femmes. <laughs> That's a tongue twister sometimes. But I hear they put on a really fun show.
1: Yes, I'm looking forward to that one as well. So. Get on your bands in town, look around. Not everywhere is as far along, I should say, as Utah, but I think a lot of places are. You can catch your local bands, and so many of these bands that we play on the show are your local bands. Yeah. So be on the lookout for the bands that we play from your home areas, because they're probably starting to play shows if they haven't already. And then tours. I know tours, August and September, and for sure once October hits. There's going to be a lot of tours, and I saw a lot of those October tours that are coming to Utah or actually a lot of those oh, tours yeah. are already in September in other places. So there's also a few be coming in out. in November.
0: Yeah, yeah, like uh, like one. This is more of a this is more of a metal one, but the band Exhumed, along with uh, Creeping Death, Bewitcher, and Enforced, uh, Enforced, which I played on the on this podcast just a, just a few weeks ago, uh, they'll be coming and playing at Ace's High Saloon. And that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be mid November. But more, uh, but what's closer to that? And this just got announced today. Terror is making their return to Salt Lake.
1: Yep, to Kilby yep. Court. I saw that.
0: Oh, Kilby Court. That place is gonna be. Oh God, I remember when Code Orange played there, and that that girl got her jaw broken. <laughs> oh <laughs> God damn it! I wasn't there, but oh, did we know about it? <laughs> Everyone knew about it. So. Yeah, Terror. It's going to be great to see those guys again. I've seen them twice now, and I will want to see them a lot more times. They will also be playing with Drain, One Step Closer, and Dare. I don't know if any, there are going to be any local openers. Nothing like that has been announced, but that will be coming through on the 14th of September. Awesome. So, yeah, a lot of uh, crazy shows. Also, I, I don't think I've mentioned this before, but I also run the Facebook page, SLC Hardcore. And I try to keep, uh, keep everyone updated with all the punk and hardcore, and even a few metal shows that are coming through. Because, honestly, right now, a lot of this is uh, cross-threading. Right. You know, punks and metalheads and hardcore kids, whatever. You know, it all bleeds from the same veins.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, So yeah, follow that on uh, Facebook as well. I'm going to be posting flyers. I'll be keeping in touch with uh, events, whether they are uh, big-name bands on tour or there are or that mostly that there are DIY shows, right? That you know, you wouldn't know unless you saw flyers posted somewhere. Well, this is basically where I post flyers is on Facebook.
1: Well, if you're on the West Coast of the United States too, be a good page to pay attention to cuz if your local area does not have something like that, the you see the bands that Eric's going to post there and they're on tour, odds are likely they're going to be going through your areas as well.
0: Very much so, you know? And again, I'm I know I'm beating the fuck out of a dead horse right here, but it's all about the community. Right. It's not just your city. It's not just your state. It's all of us. Right. You know? All of us. Worldwide. Hardcore has uh, reached to all, every far corners of the world. Have have yet to see any uh, bands from Antarctica, though.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Penguin Hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> Arcticcore. There we go. Arcticcore. Hard Arcticcore.
1: Nice. Well, let's play some music. We've talked a bunch about some shit we want to see and stuff that's coming up. Hopefully, you got good stuff coming to your areas. But let's get back to some music. You have a great cover-to-cover cover
0: album. Oh, what yeah. is it? Oh man, oh man. We just to be sure that I am not trudging the grounds of repetition, because we interviewed this band a couple episodes ago. We played a few of their songs from their at the time, upcoming album. Now that album has come out. I've listened to it a bunch. As I said in the beginning of this episode, if you don't remember which album I'm talking about, I'm talking of the Soldiers of Destruction album, Cause and Effect. And my God, does this album rip. Like, holy shit, 14 tracks, 14 solid tracks. They're all, they are all so perfectly placed, perfectly presented, and... The guitars, the bass, the vocals, and the lyrics, they just so... It goes catchy, it goes heavy, it goes fast, it goes slow. There are songs that are two minutes, there are songs that are five minutes. They really don't really... They don't care. They don't care. They are doing what they need, they're doing what they want, and they do what they love. And you gotta love them for that. If you don't remember the interview that we did... It was two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. If you haven't listened, really listen to them. They are an interesting bunch, particularly their lead singer... Whose name I keep forgetting? Morat. Morat. Yeah. Morat. Yeah. Why is that so hard for me to remember? It's it rhymes with the barat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. So yeah, Morat. He is the uh, sole surviving member of the original inception of this band. Even though he's not an original member, he was the only one that really uh, kept the band going for their uh, for their little uh, little strain of evolution in the '80s from. 81 to 84?
1: Say, yeah, I think so. That's right. I think I, that's right.
0: Yeah, I think that's when it was. But it was just a few years in the early 80s. And the band did a lot of shows, got a good following, never released, uh, never released a record. I don't even <laughs> think they released any singles, did they? Didn't
1: they re- didn't release anything. They didn't yeah. record anything. Yeah, nothing. If you remember in the interview, go back, So I'm not going to give you a whole lot, but they talked about not wanting to sign with particular labels because that's they right. thought that if they signed with particular labels, they would come out sounding like the bands that were already on the label. Mm-hmm. And you know, there were other reasons go back and listen to it.
0: Yep. Yeah. Again, all the more reason to go back and listen to it. They have a very interesting history, but, but yeah, fast forward to some like uh, 30 years later. <laughs> yeah. Morat has relocated. He is from the UK to the United States in Las Vegas. And that's when, uh, there's certain circumstances and a probably uh, artistic starvation. <laughs> he just was like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should get this band started again. So he recruited some new members, uh, some of which were not even born when the, <laughs> <laughs> when, the when the band was starting out. And uh, but he got a good team behind him, and he and he still has the the guitars are on point, the drums are on point, and the bass is on point. They even have uh, the wonderful Nick Oliveri from. Queens of the Stone Age, along with quite a few other bands, who uh, does some guest vocals on a few tracks. On two of them, actually. One is Amphetamine, and another is uh, uh, No Gaze. It's got gaze in there. Okay. <laughs> I don't have the song titles memorized, but what I do have memorized is quite a few lyrics, and that I can... I can hold as a flex. <laughs> and yeah, there are just so many goddamn good songs on this record. And as I said earlier, they uh, cross thread a lot with like uh, metal and hardcore and punk. And uh, and that's something they do in the interview as well. I mean, Morat, he says he loves a lot of uh, old old school and new school metal. He even cites Slipknot as a band he really loves. Right. You think of those old school UK82 guys, you think of a band like uh, The Exploited or Crass or Siff Little Fingers, stuff like that. You really expect them to be listening to metal? Maybe not, but when we were interviewing him, he was wearing a Motorhead shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's where I am transitioning. They have a song on here that is a dedication and tribute to Lemmy. Because, yeah, growing up in England in the 70s and 80s, of course, you're gonna see Motorhead a few times, and if you're not stupid, you're gonna actually love them. <laughs> uh, so they wrote this song as a tribute to him, and it's pretty blatantly titled. It's just called "Kill Mister," and yeah, they're sporting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, influence from uh, from traditional Motorhead standpoints. It even opens up with a fucking ripping bass line. So let's, uh, let's listen to that. Let's listen to them pay tribute to God himself,
2: Lemmy. <laughs> He's the man who makes the, the only car he needs to be Your car oh.
0: So, yeah, that is basically another thing they were talking about. They bring in all their influences, but it goes in through their filter. So, yeah, you hear the influence from Motorhead, but it is still definitely one of their songs. Right. You know, it's, uh, so, yeah, you can't really, uh, you can compare, but you can't be mistaken. (laughs) So, yeah, I really love that. The first time that I heard it, I was driving, and I was just like, okay, window down, Forearm outside the window, gripping the steering wheel at 12 and just maybe going 20 miles over the speed limit. I was speeding. <laughs> I was I was just getting way into it. Just being just trying to exemplify that rock and roll outlaw that was Lemmy. You know? That's awesome. So the fact that so the fact that these guys can accurately cover a song and just capture that energy that was Lemmy and Motorhead in general, just really you gotta you gotta give them uh, uh, some credit for that. I give them a lot of credit because they're artists first and clout chasers never. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. Another thing that I didn't wanna uh, that I didn't really want to do was repeat the songs that were that we played from the last uh, uh, from the last time we did play them two episodes ago. Right. And that kind of bummed me out because my favorite song. Uh, God damn it! I forgot. It is the it is my favorite song on the album. Trust me. I can't remember what the fuck it's called though. We played
1: undefeated and cracked.
0: Undefeated is what it's called. Okay. Undefeated. That is my favorite song on this record, hands down. The the fucking bass solo in there, man. Come on, <laughs> that thing that thing is a scorcher. I love it. Uh. So yeah, I. Again, all the more reason to go back and listen to that episode for this one. I had to uh, bite the bullet and just kind of uh, choose whichever song. Like I said, there are so many. There are so many to choose from. This album is pretty goddamn solid. So I chose the one that actually uh, kind of brings it back a little bit and displays more of their uh, punk rock roots, a lot of the uh, late 70s, early 80s influences, while still holding that uh, that kind of feral output that we do know uh, a lot of the UK82 bands to be. And I chose Death or Glory. Really catchy? really old school punk and and really ferocious, really vicious. So, I'm not going to I'm not going to lay on this with words anymore. I'm just going to let you listen. Boom. <laughs>
2: So when you're told that you'll be okay, sure in the bank while they're running.
0: a skinhead vibe in there,
1: right? Yeah,
0: like you could just hear that uh that sing-along chorus in there, "Death or Glory." Like if it was slower, it'd be uh, it could be conflated as a as an Oi anthem. So so yeah, there you go. That's cause and effect from Soldiers of Destruction, and really the whole album is bomb-proof. Like I really can't find anything bad to say about it, other than having to choose two songs from it. Come on, come on, right? <laughs> but yeah, another. Listen to the whole album, but some other songs that I would suggest uh, that also came in at a close second were songs like End of the Rope, also Batch It Crazy, also Gazes, which was one of the Nick Olivieri features. And, like I said, Undefeated, but we already played that. <laughs> Sick of the Side of You is a great one. Symphony of War, like, God, so many scorchers on this one. Also, uh, Drinking for Two, really funny, just opens up with a... Uh, with this kind of old school country bumpkin feeling like bang, ding, da, ding, ding, bang, ding, oh. <laughs> and then just uh not even uh making a not even really making a transition, just a hard left turn into just a boom, there's the punk rock beat. Alright, you got us. <laughs> so yeah. And also if I'm gonna keep riding the vocal train here, uh Murad's vocals. Very fucking awesome. They remind me of uh, a lot of uh, The vocalist of Stiff Little Fingers, and also uh, uh, also the one from Crass. Oh, yeah, it's uh, just in the mostly in the inflections, not so much the tone or Uh, the intensity, but just the yeah, Steve Ignorant. That, thank you. He's got a very uh, he's got very much of a same type of uh, type of inflections, and also the uh, exclamations that he does on certain words. It just reminds some songs that he was playing. I'm like, this sounds like "So What" by (laughs) Crass. It's just the, just keeping him with the rhythm. He's just not like, uh, some of his songs don't go, that are going fast. So he goes fast with it, but the ones that are slow, he actually keeps in tune with the guitars. That's awesome. So, so yeah, once again, Soldiers of Destruction. the Or as they say in the interview, the other S.O.D. Right. <laughs> the original S.O.D. The original S.O.D. <laughs> fucking, fucking wonderful band, wonderful album, wonderful people. Right. I hope to see them soon. I am going to get a hold of that vinyl. I need to get that.
1: (laughs) I just looked on the website to see if it was available yet, and only the CD is what they're selling on their website, which is uh, sodpunk.com. So you can go get Mm -hmm. other merch there, including the CD if you want it, but the vinyl's not listed there yet. I can't remember when they said if if they were going to have it at the first show or not.
0: Maybe so. I can't I can't remember. Now I have to go back and listen to Right?
1: It. <laughs> well, I want to thank those guys for joining us on episode 215 again. So go check it out. And definitely got to keep listening to it. And I can't wait to get to see them. It'll be awesome. Me too. All right. We're going to change gears back to, you know, I, I did play a straight edge hardcore band. But for the most part, I've picked a bunch of pop punk, you know, essentially. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I, I went with that on the album choice. The band is Orange. They are from Los Angeles in California. Are you familiar with the band Orange? No. They signed to Hellcat Records back, I don't know exactly when they signed, but they formed as a band in 2002. They signed there when they were 16 years old. Tim Armstrong signed them at the age of 16 to Hellcat. Wow. Pretty cool, huh?
0: Meaning he was sixteen, or the band
1: was sixteen. The band was sixteen, because I don't <laughs> think Tim Armstrong had Hellcat Records when he was sixteen.
0: I don't think he was playing guitar when he was sixteen. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was. What
1: am I to say? <laughs> so when they were sixteen, they signed with Tim Armstrong to his label, Hellcat Records. They had some releases, including this one. Uh, this album's a great album. They have a lot of great music. If you like the style of music, you will like the other releases they have. I think four albums, several singles. Currently, from 2016 on, just the singer guitar, and lead guitar player, he's the only one that was in the band from back when, but they're still doing stuff, but doing singles in the last few years. So if you want to go back to the album days, uh, this is a good album. Escape from L.A. is the name of the album. It came out September 11th of 2007. And let's check out one of the tracks, get an idea of what we're getting into here. So, the band or the track that we're gonna play is called Get the Fuck Out of My Way.
2: Okay.
4: Sick of being pushed in the background, not saying what it is I think, not feeling quite like myself. Without another fucking drink, this is always standing in my way. Never missing a goddamn day. In my mind, inside and out, this is another one of my doubts. It's time for you to leave. Goodbye to you for me. Fighting for my sanity. I'm d- d- do it, doing the best that I can. Hey, hey, you get the fuck out of my way. I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways Hey yeah, you got to hey, yeah, fuck out of my way I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways I'm so pissed off, I just wanna be free Feel the, feel the winds, I feel the breeze Free myself from you and me I didn't want to end up this way So damn nervous, so damn afraid I did this to myself and I regret it all now Why can't I do this shit, but how? It's time for you to leave Goodbye to you from me Voting for my sanity I'm t-t-t-doin' the best looking. Hey yeah, you get the fuck out of my way I don't want to fight you, so let's just go our separate ways Hey, yeah, you got to hey, fuck out of my way I don't want to fight you, so let's just go our separate ways I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways. Hey, yeah, you gonna fuck out of my way. I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways. Hey, yeah, you gonna fuck out of my way. I don't wanna fight you, so let's just go our separate ways. Hey, yeah, you gonna fuck out of my way. As I want to fight you, so let's just go on ways.
1: So, what'd you think of the first one there? Well, the first
0: one, it definitely sounds like a more uh, recent. Recent buzzcocks. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the buzzcocks didn't even really get quite to mid-tempo most of the time. But, the again, the, the fucking vocal inflection. Right? <laughs> I th- it sounds very similar to him.
1: When you were talking earlier about not talking about vocals, I thought when we play Orange, you're going to talk about vocals. Because yep. the singer here is, when you hear him sing, you know it's Orange. It's not, you know, no offense, like you were talking about... Uh, death Crisis earlier. Sometimes when yeah. singers pass away or leave the band, bands can, not in Death Crisis' instance, just using that as an example, uh, vocalists can be replaced. You know, sometimes the guy in the band replaces them, you know. Yeah. There's been examples of that. Uh, and it's not that their voices weren't specifically unique, but maybe just are more replaceable. But a vocalist like this, you know, when he's singing, and much more difficult to replace, just more unique.
0: Yeah, let we'll leave it at that. Yep, <laughs> but yeah, I can't help but I can't help but cite the Pete Shelley influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, that's about the only thing of uh, similarities right there. But but yeah, it's still very much got that old school, uh, the old school punk rock, which uh, I guess is the basis of what pop punk
1: is, right?
0: Because <laughs> yeah, back then it was still very melodic and still very. Uh, very attuned to vocal melodies and even guitar melodies. It just all it just all kind of fell in place cuz it was still trying to revive the old school uh 60s type of songwriting where it's like it was short and simple but also catchy as all fuck.
1: <laughs> well this is there's a, there's a variety of pop punk sounds. I would say that this pop punk sounds a little bit different than Dead Chant and Krang. Mhm. Uh, but pop-punk, I think pop-punk so. pop nonetheless. Let's play one more off of Sk- Escape from L.A. Go check it out. There's a lot of good stuff on there. The a couple years ago, did an episode of all songs under a minute long. And that's the only other song that I've played from Orange, which I'm surprised because yeah. they have other great releases and I've got other albums from them. I just haven't got around to it until today. But they had a song called Republicans They played it, or it was 56 seconds long, played it on that episode, and it's also from this album. There's a lot of other good tracks on that album, so go check it out. Escape from L.A. is the name of the album. Orange is the band. Let's hear one more before we start wrapping the show up. This track is What I'm Looking For.
4: Seen the best, seen the worst Seen your face and I've seen the curse I'm talking about you now Whether now or whether far Just be happy with who you are It's only what's in your heart It's what I'm looking for don't know where this road will take me But as sure as hell won't break me It's what I'm looking for Don't know where this road will take me But as sure as hell won't break me So life's unfair You've gone nowhere Look for your heart But there's nothing there Nothing there Stand by me Stand by you We'll make this happen We'll make this true Make this true It's what I'm looking for So know where this road will take me But it sure as hell won't break me It's what I'm looking for So know where this road will take me But it sure as hell won't break me you've been hit by this tree And you'll never be the same And you haven't lost your hope you've been hit by this train And you'll never be the same And you haven't lost your hope No, not this time It's what I'm looking for it's not know where this road will take me, but it sure as hell won't break me. It's what I'm looking for. It's not know where this road will take me, but it sure as hell it's what I'm looking for. Don't know where this road will take me, but it sure as hell won't break me. It's what I'm looking for. Don't know it's not a way this road will take me, but as sure as I won't break me It's what I'm looking for It's what I'm looking It's what I'm looking, oh, it's what I'm looking for Don't know It's not a way this road will take me, but as sure as hell won't break me
0: yeah i'm really liking these guys
1: <laughs> pretty good
0: huh yeah still has that very uh that very 70s feel to it only this one didn't feel much like a, a as i said earlier pete's Shelley. this one felt more of like a uh a lower uh lower toned johnny rotten okay being like a uh, via pub P-I-L, you okay know, public image Ltd you know that it was that sort of like a more of a reserved approach in his uh in his vocal style you know he's not quite so loud and snotty as he was in the sex pistols, <laughs> but more like a still had that bit of a grime in his uh, in his strike that classic punk rock grime. it's just the hmm, that is the calling card for a punk rock song yes you know so that's what I got more on this one. so yeah, orange. I like the Z-Band.
1: Yes, check them out. I'm not sure if they're on Spotify, people, but I bet they're, they're in places. They're on iTunes, so they're probably on Apple Music. Check them out, and then go out and support. I know they're, they're not doing as much recently, you know, a couple singles over the past few years, but mm. great stuff. They have a lot of cool tracks. I first heard them on uh, the punk channel that used to be on Sirius XM like 10 years ago or whenever that happened to be. <laughs> So I stopped so listening sad. to Sirius about four years ago, when they removed all their punk music off of their regular radio, and you had to go online to to listen. So fuck Sirius! I don't know if they've changed since then, but they don't get my dollars. That's uh, how.
0: No, that was. That's uh, how
1: I protest.
0: God, I, for, I forgot that was even a thing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe Orange isn't doing much because maybe they. Uh, I'm gonna go into full pun mode here. Maybe they change their name to Black. Orange <laughs> is the new black. Maybe there you go. And maybe their next album is not is gonna be the pre is gonna be the original Escape from New York.
1: There, yes. <laughs> that would be awesome.
0: All right, Orange, if you're listening, I'm giving you ideas. Be sure to credit me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're a great band. Go check them out. Uh, Phoenix is a good album as well. They have a couple other albums like. Welcome to Orange or Life is Orange. I can't remember exactly what it was, but that was their first album. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of great tracks. Maybe I'll get around to playing some of their other stuff. Maybe on Older Lesser Known, I'll play something else because all of it's older. And it's probably lesser known for some people. It was for Eric, but now Eric knows, so he'll probably check them out. Go check them out if you like them. Eric, let's wrap up the show. What are you wrapping it up with today?
0: Okay, I'm wrapping it up with a uh, deep cut in metal. You know, Maybe this is something that a lot of people won't know. Unless you're in Japan, because <laughs> <laughs> that's where these guys are. They're from. They're from uh, Tokyo, particularly uh, Hachoji. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm not even getting Hachoji. Maybe <laughs> Hachoji. I don't know. I never learned a single word of Japanese except for Konnichiwa. You know, which is basically. I think thank you. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. This is how out of touch I am with the Japanese language. But <laughs> regardless of the language barrier, you know, that is that is secondary. If the music is good, then I will listen to it. And I do listen to this band. They are a new metal band formed out of 98. Uh, and it was basically, I don't know, can we call it new metal? We Do we even know what new metal is anymore? Because <laughs> new metal, you listen to a band like... Corn, and then you have someone like Deftones, and then you have someone like Limp Biscuit, and then you have these guys. <laughs> this band called Maximum the Hormone. Already, the name is raising a few eyebrows and questions. Oh man, but they are a weird band. They are just—they are just so vibrant. They are flashy in their music, and they just—I uh, don't know. It's sort of like, uh, in some ways, it's like the Red Hot Chili Peppers on crack. <laughs> It's it's got a lot of funk in there. It's got a lot of uh, crazy bass lines and some really crazy drumming, you know. If you listen to the Chili Peppers and you you just hear those weird little uh, uh rhythmic patterns and but yeah, it's that West Coast laid back California vibe. I mean, did you know the Chili Peppers are from California? It's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> but these guys, you know, all the way across the other side of the Pacific, oh. God, I really, I really don't know how to explain it. These guys are. This is just one song that really stuck out to me because I don't know what in the fuck they're saying. They are speaking in Japanese for the most part, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and,
0: but, so it all comes off as comes off as gibberish. If you do speak Spanish, then. Help me out here, because I really don't know what the fuck is going on. All I know is that it's, uh, <laughs> all I know is that it sounds insane. This is the song, Maximum the Hormone, from the album uh, Yoshu Fukushu. The song is simply just called F. The letter F, that's it. Let's, uh, let's listen. <laughs>
3: we don't know The ship has
2: swallowed us all.
3: It's a disaster. We're doomed.
2: We're doomed. we
0: Okay, everybody got that? <laughs> <laughs> I told you. That just sounds like a hodgepodge of everything new metal. Like, you can hear. I can hear stuff like Sis Above a Down up in there. I can hear stuff like uh, Lebiscuit even in there. And even the deaf tones and combining the melodies with the heaviness. And holy shit, was this a fucking ride? They still are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, people look at a. Uh, Uh, Metal from Japan and, like, the uh, the poster child is now, like, baby metal, you know, which uh, are good bands in their own right, but
2: this,
0: (laughs) I don't know, it basically sounds like if you're watching really chaotic anime, pretty much, like, this would be the soundtrack of it, and even some people, they have spliced together, uh, like, episodes of Dragon Ball Z, like a all those beloved little fight sequences, you know, the Kamehameha and everything as well. And it fits so well. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, so, yeah, it basically should be the soundtrack of any anime for any fight scene. I'm not familiar with anime, so maybe it is. <laughs> maybe there is stuff in there. I wouldn't Could put be. it past it. I'm them. not either. <laughs> I mean, that, that whole thing is its own fucking universe, you know? <laughs> so... I don't know, anime nerds out there, this is an metal band for you. <laughs> uh, Maximum the Hormone. They got a few albums out. I think they got like uh, six now. And uh, just, God, <laughs> if you survived that one, they got weirder shit, believe it or not. And stuff like this just sounds so disjointed on paper. But then you listen to it, it actually all fits together. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maximum the hormone. What more can I say? I can barely even relay what <laughs> the music sounds like to me. That's how chaotic it is. But it works. It works. They're probably the only ones that know how to make it work. <laughs> like a, it's like a mad scientist, pretty much. So yeah, there's maximum the hormone. Trying to let's uh, let's calm down a little bit. You got something calm for us? You got something from the. A band from the 80s, pretty much. I do.
1: It is. So last week, I played uh, Tin Lizzy, a classic rock band, and I played a track I liked that wasn't one of the the big hits. And so I was inspired to do something similar to that on this episode. The band is Dire Straits, obviously a very well-known band. Uh, They're from London. They started in 77. Their fifth album is Brothers in Arms. And it that, so that's the album I'm going to play a track off of. Uh, it is the eighth, that's eight, number eight, best-selling album in UK chart history. It sold more than 30 million copies. This came out Damn. May 13th of 1985. So pretty awesome, pretty impressive. It did well here in the US as well. Uh, I can't remember exactly where it charted, but it did well here, but not quite like that uh this particular track i'm going to play is called so far away it's not not a hit right it was a hit people probably know this track maybe maybe not the tracks from this specific album that people might know are money for nothing and walk of life money for nothing was a number one single walk of life was a single digit single those are their two big hits so far away, only ever reached number 19 on the U.S. charts. So Ooh. it's their third number three single, you know, as far as how it yeah. charted. And so that's where I'm going. It is definitely more mellow. Uh The band is comprised of, you know, four guys, Mark and David, who are brothers. Not PLUR, K-N-O-P-L or F-L-E-R. And I just mentioned that because Mark, he went on to have a solo career and included scoring movie soundtracks. He scored the Princess Bride's movie soundtrack, which ah, is one yeah. of my favorite movies. I he love did that movie. Me too. And he scored that amongst probably like 10 other movie soundtracks. And then uh, also did a, a lot of stuff with various artists, Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton, Sting. And the list goes on with the artists that he has worked with. so. Oh,
0: yes. All those stalwart guitarists, a very close knit with yes, each other.
1: <laughs> absolutely. So amazing, Dire Straits, awesome band, Brothers in Arms, obviously a great album, but we're going to play the track so far away. We're going to wind it down as we wind this down.
5: away from me So far away from me So far I just can't see So far away Yeah
1: It's a killer song. It last like 45 seconds. So I'm gonna let it wind down there in the background. yeah, like yeah we kind of
0: get the we get the idea, right It's very far away from this person. yes.
1: <laughs> uh, like Eric said, definitely a mellow song. It's mellowing out to wind it down. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us for episode 217. Hope you enjoyed all the tracks. Great albums, great new ones, great old ones. great way to wrap up the show. I like the Dire Straits, Knoppler Brothers, very talented, along with the rest of the guys in the band. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music Player, FM, and SLCPunkcast.com. You can also find the bands over on Instagram at Descendants, at Crang Skate Punk, at Dead Chant, at Official SOD Band, at Orange Underscore Band, at SLC Punkcast. And real quick, I want to thank Stan again from Krang, Matt from Gummyo pointing us towards Dead Chant, all the guys in uh, SOD, aka Soldiers of Destruction. Everybody, fantastic! All the other people in these bands, great. Thank you for making great music for us to hear and also to talk about with you, Eric. Where, 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 where may we find you?
0: <laughs> where? Oh, where are you aware that you can find me? Right, you can find me on Instagram. I am at scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. You can find my band on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. And you can find my you can find my band on Facebook at anonymous band SLC. We're on Bandcamp, anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. I am also on Circle Pit Radio under the Wrecked podcast. And also, also a few times I've been on the Assault City. And like i like I said before you can uh you can uh, follow the page that I run on Facebook at s l c hardcore to keep up to date with uh, shows uh within the state and also if you're out of state, maybe discover some bands that right. you want to check out, maybe bring us out to your nick of the woods I'm just saying right <laughs> and uh I think that's about it I think that's about yeah, yeah. We have some shows coming up, but I'm going to announce them in due time because they are not for a few weeks, but they're all stacked up in July. Excellent. Quite a bit. Anyway, that's it. That's it for me.
1: <laughs> Perfect. We'll find the bands also on Facebook at The Descendants, at Krang, or Krang Punks, and that's punks with an X, at Dead Chant, at Death Crisis, at Official SOD Band, at Orange Band. Uh, Maximum, The Hormone has a page as well. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you for staying tuned all the way up to this point. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I gotta say this uh, week has been a bit
0: overwhelming with all the announcements of shows and tours coming up, and now festivals right. coming back into the fold. Uh, yeah, there's just a there's a lot going on. People are just uh, catching up right now right. with everything else that is going on, and. So yeah, we're gonna be talking quite a bit about shows. It's gonna take up a good portion, maybe near a quarter of our of each episode. Right. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, and really, as I've been saying, last year, all this time last year, when shows were at a standstill, they were basically extinct for a moment, and they are now. We kind of have a rediscovery of shows, and maybe a rediscovery of passion. There's been a lot of talk, like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to every show." I'm like, "Okay." Maybe don't go to every show. Don't burn out too fast. You know, <laughs> Pace yourself, all right? Just kind of like a, just ease yourself back into it. You'll find the passion is there and you'll progress. You'll find out bands that you didn't even know you liked or even that you, or ones that you haven't even heard of, you know? And that's the beauty about going to shows. So yes, I encourage you, get out and go to shows and discover new music and then, then you'll discover which which ones are the most important. That's really how we've always been doing it. Uh, maybe I'm just speaking on behalf of myself because I am getting old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still pretty young, but I'm getting pretty old. <laughs> We're all getting older a little every second of every day. So, so yeah, just uh, lo- just know your limits. I'm I'm getting old and uh, brittle. <laughs> My back is hurting. <laughs> But I'm still playing shows. I'm still going to shows. That's awesome. Uh, but you youngsters out there, if we have any young listeners below the age of 20, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and go crazy. You'll burn out. You'll burn out a lot slower than us. <laughs> so and yeah, the youth is the future. We need more young people in the scene. We need you guys to carry on the legacy. Right. So introduce your kids to hardcore, parents. <laughs> <laughs> And punk rock, and metal, and uh, and ska, and pop, and all the and little uh, country funk, if that exists. <laughs> sure, that too. Yeah. Just get them. Just get them acclimated to uh, the community. That's how it survives. That's it.
1: <laughs> well, we're in Salt Lake. We talk about stuff that comes close to us. But if there's anything out there that you want people to know, because people listen to us all over the place. Send it our way, and we'll be happy to plug it and mention it during that portion of the show. Indeed. Give
0: back what you receive. Exactly.
1: On that note,
0: play the fucking outro.